Well, I'm glad to be with you again on this Wednesday. We're talking about speak to it. Hallelujah. Lord, I speak to your people. And I say, pain. If you have any pain, it's going to leave you now. Spirits of pain. Jesus said, I can speak to you and you will obey me. Jesus said, in the name of Jesus Christ, I cast out devils. Spirit of pain and spirit of infirmity. Come out of them now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, I don't care how you feel, that thing is going away and that sickness is leaving you now. Believe that. Hallelujah. Believe that. Only believe all things are possible to him that believe it. For it is not Derek that does the work. It is the spirit of God that does the work. It is not Derek that, that's going to make this and that happen. It's obedience to the word of God. Hallelujah. See, oftentimes I didn't pray for people and I ministered to a, a little baby Sunday. Little baby was having a stomach problem. They asked me to pray over. And I felt good. I felt like like like, like the baby's okay. But you know, I have spiritual attacks at, at my mind like anybody else. And and and, and the enemy starts speaking to you, or what if you prayed and it don't work? Or what if you and then uh, this and that and that and this. You know what? I say I renounce pride in the name of Jesus. I say I renounce pride in the name of Jesus. It's not about me anyway. It's not about me trying to make a name. It's not about them to come and say, oh, what a great prayer. It's good if that happened. That's okay. But my point is, it's about being obedient to God. And if it's not successful, you want to find out where you lacking in obedience. See, it's nothing never wrong with the word. Now, one thing I told you earlier all things are not immediate. I have seen immediate healings, but some things are, are progressive. A lot of people don't understand that some healings, healing is normally progressive. If it comes suddenly, that's a miracle, which I have operating in that, but most of the time is progressive. And it's like this. If you charging up your phone, right? And your phone was on 15, let's say 15%. You put it in there and the charge, it finally gets up to 40%. But you say, man, let me take the plug out. You take the plug out. You took the plug out before the charge was 100% on the phone. You would have did better to let the phone stay in there a few more hours until the charge got up to 100. The same thing worked with healing. A lot of people confess and the healing first was at 5%. It got up to 20 and they took the, the, the charge off. And they start saying it didn't work, so forth and so on. And then the strength started going back to where it was. No, you got to hold fast to your confession. You got to keep speaking to that thing until it comes into full maturity. Hallelujah. Take a baby nine months to develop. And if they come out before the time, they're called premature. And oftentimes the organs might not be developed properly. So it is an incubation period. It is a time to, to speak and a time to wait for the harvest to come. When you go out in the backyard and you plant your squash, the squash don't come up tomorrow. You wait months for that squash come up. And sometimes when it come up, you don't take it just then. You wait till it, you try to set a Guinness's Book of World Record. You want your squash to be bigger than Anna Mae down the street. So you'll let your squash stay on there. You'll let, it, you'll let that fruit get nice, a nice great size. 
before you chop it off so you can show your neighbors, look what I've been doing. See, that's a sign that you've been incubating. You, you've been waiting it out. You done spoke the word. You done watered the word. You done pulled up the weeds. And you done held fast to your confession. Hallelujah. Let's go back to Mark 11. And at verse 22, And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. When you pray, not if you pray. How many know we got to pray? You can't just say, Our Father who art in heaven, Lord, lay me down the street. I pray my Lord, my soul to keep and go to bed. No, <laughs> you pray. You know, you got to pray. You can't play. In one place it said the, the children of Israel, they, they eat and drink and rose up to play. You know, it ain't nothing wrong with playing sometimes. But some most of the time you got to be praying. See, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire. How many of you desire anything? Let's talk about desire a little bit. How many of you desire something? If, if a sick man sick, he desire healing. If a man broke, he desire money. See what I'm saying? Whatever thing, what do you desire? You need to pray that you receive it. When you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. Now the spirit of God is taking me a different way, but it's the same thing. Oh, he wants to talk talk about desire a little bit. Somebody say fire and desire. Fire and desire. See, the fire follows desire. The fire is going to follow your desire. Two years ago, I ran I ran into a lady at the church Sunday. And um, I said, oh, this your kid. You know, sometimes we don't know each other kids and whatever. And, um... I said, your kid got a good spirit. She said, yeah, this, uh, I got a son, too. And the lady showed me a picture of her son. I said, I recognize him. He sat by me in church maybe a year or two ago. And I told him that he looked like a physician. I, I felt like the Spirit of God was saying that he's going to be a physician. And I asked him, I said, you ever thought about that? He said, it was in the back of my mind. Well, his mom said, he's a senior now, and he's applying to go to medical school. He want to be a physician. Well, why am I saying this? Let's go to 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, and at verse 1. We're talking about desire a little bit. And we're talking about you got to speak to it. The Bible says, follow after charity. That's love. Faith works how? By love. Somebody say that my faith works by love. Okay, follow after charity or love and desire spiritual gifts. Now, a lot of people don't desire spiritual gifts. I know people right now, they don't desire to speak in tongues. Why? Because they've been taught when they grew up Baptist or whatever, or however, I don't want nothing, nothing against the Baptists. I grew up Baptist. I love Baptists. They teach the word. But, in, you know, sometimes we was taught that speaking in tongues was of the devil. I done ran to a guy now that think like that. I, I'm limited in what I could talk to him about. He don't believe in the gifts of healing. They say the, the stuff went out with the apostles. So we can talk about God, but only on a limited basis because he don't believe in the supernatural. Man, it ain't much fun being a Christian if, if you don't believe in the supernatural. You know, it, it takes away the excitement. You see what I'm saying? But the Bible says, follow the love and desire spiritual gifts. 
but rather that you may prophesy. A lot of people don't believe that you can prophesy. But Paul is not talking to just prophets. He's talking to the whole congregation. And I'm in the midst right now developing the prophetic gift, and I want you to do it. Now, some of you are going to be way more gifted than me. I'm a teacher, but I want y'all to, to believe that you can text me a word, the word of the Lord, or text somebody in the group the word of the Lord, or go on your job and give them the word of the Lord. Well, how do you get this gift? See, you get it by desire. You got to, you got to covet it. Bible say covet the prophesy, if I read this whole chapter. It tells you covet means that's all that you know. Covet is normally used in a bad way. Don't covet your neighbor's wife or, or his things and so forth and so on. But God used covet even in this chapter, one of these chapters in Corinthians. He tell you to covet the prophesy. He wasn't saying you was a prophet, but he want the whole body to speak in tongues and the whole body to be able to prophesy. Now, if you if you can't give a a person a rhema word, you can definitely give them a written word. See, you can get a word from the word. And a lot of times a word will come from the word. It'll be something written that you can springboard a prophecy off of. But when the gift get developed, you'll be able to give them personal prophecy. You can be able to tell them things like, I see you've been praying for a daughter that's dating the wrong guy. And you don't want her to date that guy. She loved this guy, but he's a drug dealer. And, and the Lord is saying, if you'll continue to pray and maybe fast a little bit, I'll break that evil spirit off of him. Something to that effect. And that might be for somebody. That's what we're talking about. So so the Bible say, and look at verse 3, it said, but he that prophesied, speaking unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. Now, it ain't no God going to kill your family. When you prophesy, you edifying, you exhorting people. Are you comforting people? I got a lot to say, brothers and sisters, but I'm out of time. Be blessed.